0: Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 697.
1: It's okay to make mistakes. And as long as you learn from those mistakes and and continue, you know, your path on, everything's going to be okay. So
0: This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! Hello automotive enthusiasts! I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special returning guest, Mike Pennington. Hey Mike, are you buckled up and with your machine orbital in hand and ready for a fun ride?
1: I got a machine in one hand, microfiber towels in the other hand. I just did the final click. Let's roll.
0: All right. Ready to have some fun. And I'll let our listeners know before I introduce Mike here is he's off to the uh, Grand National Roadster Show today. In Los Angeles right after this show. I wish I was down there to go there and have some fun with you. Oh, my gosh. And there's also the Classic Otter Show happening down there in L.A. It is a fun time in Southern California, so I'm a little bit jealous, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be a great weekend. Ah yeah, absolutely. Mike Pennington is the Global Director of Training and Consumer Relations for Maguire's, the world's leading surface care company. He oversees the company's technical training programs and customer care center. He also works closely with their R&D department to help study and develop new car care products. He heads training for the outside sales staff and conducts a wide variety of hands-on classes to teach and train users on the entire Maguire's surface care brand. And today, He's here to share some of the new products that are available from Meguiars. Plus, we're going to be doing three different very cool giveaways here on Cars yeah to some lucky Cars yeah subscribers. There's a Headlight Care giveaway kit. There's a Mirror Bright giveaway kit and a Car Wash giveaway kit. We're going to be uh, explaining all this a little bit later and you'll learn how your name can be put in the hat. So, Mike, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment to share a little bit more about your career? and your passion for making cars look really good.
1: Absolutely. Excited to be back on, for one. And I think my whole passion and my career started when I was really young, literally helping my dad polish his cars, tune up his cars. And, you know, when I got 16, I got the bug, caught that bug, and then all through college, uh, had the nice cars, washed them, polished them, and then was lucky enough to meet uh, Barry McGuire and his family, and next thing you know, I'm graduating from college, starting out at McGuire's, 1989. And it's been a great ride all the way to now, and I wouldn't change a thing. Love cars, love polishing, do it whenever I can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll let our listeners know, I'll remind our listeners who maybe heard the first time Mike was on the show. Mike was the guy that got me into using uh, machine orbitals to learn how to do that. I drove up from San Diego, California and spent a day in his training class. This goes, oh my gosh, this goes back to like 90, 91, somewhere in there. I mean, it's-, it's <laughs> You're dating
1: both of us now. Be careful. <laughs> I know. I know. It's incredible. But
0: uh, he was so nice and he showed me how to use a, a random orbital and polishes and waxes and how to feel safe about it. And that led to all sorts of great things in my life. So- uh I'm always appreciative to be here with the master. So I am the grasshopper. You're still the master, and it's nice to be back in class today. Well, as we continue on your journey, Mike, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra, something that has some meaning in your life. It's a nice way to get the random orbital wheel spinning here on Cars, yeah? So, Mike? There you go. Take the wheel.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, you know, I guess it's more of kind of a... Uh, mantra that I've lived by. And I've, ever since I was little, uh, I was always taught by my father that it's okay to make mistakes. And as long as you learn from those mistakes and and continue, you know, your path on, everything's going to be okay. So to this day, you know, in business, in detailing, whatever that case may be, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. So there's going to be those little mistakes. It, it's not so much the mistake that's made, but it's how you recover from those mistakes that's so powerful to me. So uh, I continue to kind of register that in the back of my head and, and, and live by that a little bit.
0: Well, I love that saying, you know, this the concept of dare to fail. I've worked around people who say, oh, failure's not an option. You shouldn't fail. But you know what? If you're not failing you're not trying new things. You're not stepping out of your comfort zone and learning. If you just sit back and coast and don't let the revs get up too high, uh, you don't learn much. So I really am happy that you, that's your mantra, that's your uh, your life's quest there. And especially when you're dealing with new car care products and things, right? I mean, you have to test. You kind of go out on the edge and see how things work, right?
1: Well, you know, that that's funny you mention that because I'm lucky enough to work a lot with our, you know, research and development team here in Irvine. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you – The first time a product comes out of our lab and testing, it's by all means not going to be the same product that goes out on the shelf. So they're learning, improving, learning, testing, feedback, and it's only after multiple mistakes and learnings that that final product actually hits the shelf. So we know it's going to be as good as it can be. So when that consumer grabs it and buys it, the experience is fantastic. So it, it hits hard for all of our products, actually.
0: Oh, I I can only imagine. Well, having worked in the car care industry as I did for so many years, I understand that you just test, 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 try, 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 try to improve, constantly improve. And I know with Meguiar's products, I was using Meguiar's products way back when I was a kid and I had my own detailing business in junior high and high school. And I remember new things would come out and I'd be so excited to try them. And experiment with them a little bit. Even back in the days way before cell phones, I'd call up to the Irvine office and say, hey, I'm a detailer. I'm only 14 years old. (laughs) And somebody was always there to answer my questions and help me. So uh, you guys haven't changed at all. You just expanded, of course, and improved with technology and so forth. Well, let's go back in time. You talked about uh, detailing cars with your dad in the driveway and learning how to work on them. Is there a pivotal moment when you look back in your time when you realize that you were indeed a car guy?
1: I think it goes back even before I even owned my own car when I, you know, turned 16 is, I mean, it's literally when I was six, seven, eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, um Gene got turned on, as Barry says, or activated. <laughs> and I distinctly remember handing my dad tools and crawling up on the workbench. I couldn't reach those tools Coming back over and handing in those tools and, and I'm gonna really date myself now, but adjusting points and replacing condenser. Oh yeah. We're talking old school there. <laughs> I think that is really what that got me interested in in just the cars in general and how they work and how they run and then joining my dad on the weekends washing and grabbing the right materials and the bucket and learning from him. And then when I got my own car, oh, I was on fire. And there's a lot of great stories I can flash back to, going kind of going back to what not to do and uh, certainly what to do. But that first car was really, you climb in more than just your freedom. It was really, I can remember, this is who I am. You know, people see me in this and this is, so I think it's, you know, anywhere from eight, nine, 10, all the way up to really 16, it just locked at that point.
0: Sure. Now, were you a, A car detailing guy back then when you were first driving, and were you like me? I always had the cleanest car in the high school parking lot.
1: To this day, I still get teased by a lot of my friends, and the answer is yes. (laughs) So I worked at an automotive parts store back then, and I never knew I'd end up at, you know, Meguiar's here, but we sold it back then, and I actually used that product. Mm -hmm. And all the time, my parents would constantly ask me, why do you continue to clean your car? It's not dirty. Well, I enjoyed it. I wanted it. And to this day people still chuckle with me as uh why are you cleaning your car? Yeah, you know, to me it's dirty. And even uh when I did some racing uh in, in recent years, we would go to the track and of course I was the driver, you know, they're changing wheels and you know motors, oil, whatever getting ready for qualifying. I'm out there wiping my race car down because <laughs> it has to look good. So, yes, constantly always been doing that.
0: Yeah, I was the only kid in my high school that had my Car Covered, and uh, one of my sponsors here on Cars, Yes, yeah, Covercraft, and I chuckle with them because I was the only kid in high school that covered my car every day, and it was a Covercraft car cover. So Nice. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny how time kind of flips around on us, but, uh, yeah, I share your passion. Well, what I want to do, Mike, is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down. you come a long way, and I'd love for you to share a big challenge that you faced along the way, or even a big failure. But, of course, the most important part of this question is, what did you learn from that experience? So tell us how that challenge you came up against helped you gain even more momentum in your career and your business.
1: That's a great question, by the way. And and, and looking back, I think probably the biggest challenge is the move away from San Diego, out of college, come up to Orange County, didn't know anybody. And here I am taking a job, uh, moving away from all my, you know car crazy friends yeah and i didn't know anybody so the challenge was let's do this and how i overcame it was believe in yourself believe in the you know the product believe in your passion and chase that dream and here i am 27 and a half years later (laughs) and and, and learn real quick that that was a the best move i've ever done actually
0: yeah absolutely now you go to san diego what high school did you go to there
1: I grew up in Carlsbad, California, Carlsbad. actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I graduated Carlsbad High School.
0: Okay, cool. Well, you were just up the coast. I used to come up and surf up there all the time. I was at La Jolla High. We probably oh, crossed paths. Oh, you were
1: the nice area down there. Well, hey, Carlsbad
0: <laughs> is pretty darn nice. And, of course, nowadays, Carls- Carlsbad is as expensive as La Jolla, so... Uh, It's all the same, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure we crossed paths on Pacific Coast Highway there when we were kids driving up down the coast, for sure. Yeah,
1: because you just know that we would get in that car and drive down the coast and go cruising. We'd call yeah. it the loop. Yeah. And we'd cruise the loop, you Oh, know? yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I remember coming up to Swami's there and surfing out in front of Swami's, and, uh, yeah, that was the good old days, back when I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> Long time. And,
1: and I hate to say, but I still do that sometimes today because I got a lot of, of you know, hot rod buddies that still live down in a San Diego, Northern Cal. I mean, Northern San Diego, Fallbrook. Yeah. I'll cruise the hot rod down there and we'll, we'll do the exact same thing. And it's such a great feeling. Uh, no, everything has changed, but nothing has changed.
0: Yeah, I'm jealous. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It's one of those times in your career. And I know you've been at McGuire's for many, many years. But your career and your role there has shifted and changed. So, tell us one of those aha moments when your career shifted, or you saw a new path to go down, and how did you turn that into a success?
1: Well, I, I think because when I started here at McGuire's, I was in the uh, customer service department, and you know, placing orders, helping people, and I and then I moved into the event marketing department, attending shows and and going to all the car shows and sharing the story of car care. But I'd say there's a moment when Barry and I uh, had the opportunity to do some training together off-site, and he grabbed me, went to a manufacturer, and we just did some simple paint refinishing training, you know, color sanding, polishing, and whatnot. And I learned at that exact moment that that is what I really enjoyed doing, was helping others get the best out of the finish, getting the best out of them and and really helping them because so many times, and it's still uh, the same today, is people use the wrong product, the wrong technique, and that delivers bad results. So if I turn that clock back, nothing is better than showing somebody a better technique, showing where they did wrong and showing how easy it is. And then they kind of get excited and that light bulb goes on to them. And from that moment on, I said, hey, I enjoy this. I'm going to take this and go down this path. And Barry allowed me to do that. You know, and today I still, I lead our global training initiatives, and it's it's just as exciting today as it was in that moment, that first time I kind of had that aha moment.
0: Very cool. Well, I've had a lot of people from McGuire's, a lot of people that you've trained as guests here, and I agree with you. There's nothing like showing somebody how to use a tool and a product and then standing back, letting them go, and then they stand back. And that that's the great thing about car care is when you're done, you really see instant results, and you just go, whoa, I did that? <laughs> it's just, it's... It's really exciting for people. Well, how about a proudest career moment? I would assume you've had many, and you've made so many people happy and proud of their vehicles. But is there one that stands out you would share? Gosh, th- th-
1: there are a lot of them, and I think just the fact that you know teaching others, people, uh, other employees, maybe no- other new employees that have kind of did that path that I've done. Mm-hmm. And they come into our solutions hub, our customer care center. You work with them, you coach them, you guide them. And the next thing you know, they get a promotion, they move up, and you continue to coach and guide them. And next thing you know, they moved up into marketing or product marketing or sales. And I think it's just, I enjoy seeing those people take the opportunity to to be the best they can be. And and it's almost like a a mother hen. I know that sounds really strange, but (laughs) you see them and you turn them loose and and they succeed. And I think that's there's been multiple times for that, but I I think just all those in general.
0: Right. Well, there's nothing better than having a career that involves helping people, helping people learn and improve. So, uh, yeah, that's a very uh, nice position to be in in life. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and go back in time again a little bit. You talked about that first car, but you didn't mention what, what it was. So <laughs> tell me what that first car was and then maybe share a memory. And, and I'll qualify that by first special car. So maybe maybe your first car was your first special car. Or maybe there was a car you bought since that it was something you always lusted after and you finally got it.
1: Well, I think my first car was kind of a special car, of course, because it's your first car and it was a 79 79 Honda Civic. But my first really special car I had a couple years later is a 1965 VW Bug. Oh, cool. And I thought I had arrived. It had the Porsche wheels. It had the one-piece windows. It was just hammered down onto the ground. and. I thought, this is exactly what I've always wanted. And unfortunately, my first special car story takes an interesting turn. So as I go to buy this car, I'm driving it home, and I get in a wreck. (laughs) Ouch. On the way home from picking the car up. And let me tell you, my dad was not happy. Oh, uh, no. So uh, <laughs> there's a couple special moments there in that <laughs> yeah. Volkswagen, but uh, good and bad at the same time. But that was a really fun car to me, and that was the first fully customized vehicle that I kind of had the chance to own.
0: Yeah, when I was in high school, I bought a 67 Carmen Ghia and took it home, and then within the first year, took it all apart. Took it to a friend's garage. We repainted it with a kind of a mixture of Porsche Garge Red and Porsche Tangerine, and put the engine up to a 2110 CC motor with dual Delardo carbs and everything. And yeah, put the Porsche hubcaps on it. And yeah, it was. I love those those VWs. I've always kind of thought I'd like to have one again. And a friend of mine bought one and let me drive it. And I went. I didn't remember this being so slow. <laughs> <laughs> but back then
1: I only had a seventeen seventy six and I thought it was fast back then, yeah. you know? Well and, but and it 10, was twenty one hundred wow.
0: Yeah, no, it was a quick car and it took me to Mammoth Mountain many times to go skiing and I drove it all over the place, had it headed into college and uh yeah, it was a fun car. So uh, maybe I Fantastic. could find one and then put like a two liter nine eleven engine in the back. That oh. Oh, that would be a great combo. Yeah. Or there's a the great guy in San Diego, David Bernardo, who's been on the show, Z Electric Cars. And uh, they can put electric motor in the back of these cars, and they, they rip. They're really they fast. Scoot.
1: They scoot. The torque is amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So maybe I should have uh, David build me something special. He just did a car for somebody, and actually did a 911 Target for somebody with an electric motor, too. So very, very cool. How about cars you've sold? Is there one vehicle you've let go over your years that you really wish you had back?
1: Um, yes, that's an easy answer. And, um, when my grandfather was still alive, he gave me a Ford Mustang. It was a 1966 Ford Mustang, Mm. pony interior V8, you know, 289 car. And that was an absolutely stunning car. I did some work on it. Uh, you know, chrome this, chrome that, change this, change that. And, Talk about cleaning that car regularly. That was a fantastic (laughs) car. The next thing you know, somebody offered me some good money for it and I was young. I said, I'll take it. And, you know, literally six months later, I started already having buyer's remorse. And to this day... It was a great car, but more importantly, it was you know kind of my grandfather passed that down. And I almost feel like I let him down by getting rid of it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, so. I can, yeah, I can see why that would happen. You know, I know um, you and I share something here again. Of course, the Volkswagen's now Mustang because I had a GT three hundred and fifty Shelby Mustang, but a clone. It wasn't the real deal, but it was a really nice clone that I bought and drove for two or three years to work every day up here in the Northwest. It got a little dicey when it got icy and a little wet, but uh, <laughs> it was such a fun car. So many people would stop and ask me about it. I couldn't get gas without it being a thirty minute conversation with anybody. Everyone loves those old Mustangs, so Very special. Kinda wish I hadn't let it go. Well, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on with Meguiar's right now, and I want to remind our listeners, I'm going to do three giveaways, thanks to Mike and the friendly people at Meguiar's. We're going to do a headlight care giveaway kit, which has two items in it. We're going to do a mirror bright giveaway that has three products in it, and then a car wash giveaway that has six products in it. So let's start with the headlight care products, the two-step headlight restoration kit and the keep clear headlight coating. Tell our listeners a little bit about these products.
1: Oh, well, the, well, headlights are amazing to begin with. And, and both of these items, one is a, a newer product and the other one is brand new. But the two-step headlight kit allows anybody to take a moderately oxidized headlight and return it to light clear without sanding or having to use a buffer kit. Mm. So it's got specialized uh, pads that are you work by hand, a specialized liquid product. And then the most important thing about when you do headlight restoration is to apply a UV coating back over the top. And that's what's going to allow it to last for one year. Because most people restore their headlights and then four, six months later, they kind of turn yellow again. So this was the first kit we launched last year. Uh, It was actually called Perfect Clarity Headlight Restoration and now it's called Two-Step, but same kit. It has restoration and it has the coating on, on top of it. So the second part of that kit is just the headlight coating by itself. So if your headlights look new, you're able to spray it on there and, and maintain it. Or let's just say you happen to be a detailer and you use different levels of abrasive and, and a DA polisher or rotary to get those headlights clear. Now you're able to protect them for one year by that coating that you can spray after the fact. So there's a good combo here to keep your headlights looking clear longer.
0: Oh, absolutely. I love those products. And you see these cars in parking lots with these yellowed headlights and you go, uh, I mean, all, the rest of the car looks nice, but the headlights just look horrible. So. This is a real easy do-it-yourself way. I've used these products. They work. Really great stuff. Now, the second thing we're going to do is a Mirror Bright giveaway, and there's three parts. There's Mirror Bright Polishing Paste Wax, Mirror Bright Vinyl and Rubber Treatment, and Mirror Bright Automobile Shampoo, which is, uh, I know, something you had around, but uh, let's talk a little bit about Mirror Bright. And, and I know Mirror Bright's a term that McGuire's has had in their product line going way back.
1: Exactly, and Meerbright, believe it or not, is a name that we first started with all the way back in 1901. We were always the Meerbright Polish company. Yep. So la- last year we launched a line of products, kind of hearkening back to you know the early days of the shape of the bottle, the label. So it pulls a lot of that history and heritage in, uh-huh. but more importantly, it's a very simple line of you know six or seven products that are kind of a necessity. So if you go to that car care aisle or you decide you're going to work on your car and you get a little overwhelmed or confused Mm -hmm. by all the products that are available out there and all the multiple steps, Mirror Bright is really geared for you because it's simple. Each one does multiple things and it gets you comfortable with the process of working on your vehicle. Mm. For example, polishing paste wax is nothing more than a cleaner wax, a little bit of cleaning, Adds a little bit of gloss and adds a little bit of protection. So it's a it's a one step. And then the mirror bright violin rubber is just that. You can use it on your tires, you could use it on your dash. But what's interesting about Mirror Bright is it's actually a low gloss formula, very natural. Mm. And we know a lot of people love that natural look. Yes. Uh, especially if you're a hot rodder or classic car person, like that's like, what I use like all the time. Me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like me. I hate there that you go. I hate that real shiny look. I've just never been into it.
1: And and that's what's great is you know, we have both, but this particular mirror bright kind of of harkens back to that you know original era, which is going to be that lower, and then of course the automotive shampoo, that is a wash and a wax, and believe it or not, it has what's called carnauba milk in it, and a lot of people kind of chuckle at, hey, what's carnuba milk? <laughs> but it's simply a, a raw material that we're able to uh, you know blend into the wash to allow you to apply a little bit of carnauba wax to give you some Protection yep. again. Going down that concept of multi step wash and a wax, nice. vinyl and rubber, or clean polish protect. So, this is a good, this is a great kit here. These three products are fantastic.
0: Yeah, and I love the uh, retro aspect because when you think about Meguiar's, I mean, 1901, I mean, that just gives you. Listeners, a little history of how long this company has been around, started by uh, the McGuire family. Barry, of course, grew up in it. He's been a guest here on Cars, yeah? His daughter, Nicole, has been a guest here on Cars, yeah? Yep. I've had many people from McGuire's here on the show because I love you guys. Fantastic. And lastly, but not least, is the Car Wash giveaway kit that we're going to do. It includes Car Wash Plus, Hot Shine Reflect Foam, Hot Rims Metal Polish, Quick Air Refresheners, and Ultimate Fast Finish. So, Talk a little bit about each of these products.
1: Well, this is a fantastic kit because each and every one of those items is brand new for 2017. So you're really getting it before these items aren't even actually on the shelf yet. They'll be trickling out very soon. So this is kind of getting ahead of the curve here. The Car Wash Plus is one of my personal favorites because when you're washing a car, you certainly think about a clean wash mitt, two buckets, gentle car wash, you know, pH balanced. Mm But how many times have have you been washing and you get around to that leading edge, you know, you drove back from a, a meet, it could be maybe you tracked your car, could be a vacation, and those leading edges are full of bugs. Yeah. Down in California right now, a lot of cars look really dirty because it's been raining for so long. Yeah. And that's heavy buildup and and, and really bonded uh, road debris. So think of this Car Wash Plus as kind of a deep cleaning wash. It gives you a little bit more power than that super gentle gold class wash. So this is great to have as you know, in your garage along with your standard car wash for those times when you need a little bit more in a car
0: wash. Okay, cool. Now, how about the other products in this kit?
1: Well, yeah, of course, Hot Shine Reflect Foam is, is a foam version of our Reflect that we launched last year. And again, a foam is for tires that are going to clean and shine in one, one application. So we took the, the success of the Reflect line we had last year that almost gives a little bit of a pearl effect on the tire, mm-hmm. adapted it to a foam formula for the foam users out there, and, and launched that. And then, of course, Hot Rims Metal Polish, you know, we need a great metal polish, and this is simple new formula for us. We've come across some new abrasives that we've been tinkering with, and this is gentle enough that it can be used on your most sensitive hot rod billet wheels. Okay. But it's going to give you a little bit of a, a bite. So if you need to restore a little bit of an older wheel, uh, it's going to be a great one-step product. Nice. Now, of course, it's not going to you know, take hard rust and uh, anything like that, but this is a really good one-step metal polish. I've used this quite a bit on, on my Nova myself in testing, and it's fantastic.
0: Awesome. And then we have the Quick Air Refresher and the Ultimate Fast Finish.
1: Oh, these are two, uh, good ones. Quick Airs are really an extension of our, our uh, whole car air refresher that we launched a couple of years ago. And they were those fogger-type systems that were designed to eliminate odors permanently, mm. where you'd start your car, turn the air conditioner on, uh, turn the recirculate on it, and basically set a, like a a bug fogger off in your car.
0: Oh, goodness. And it would,
1: <laughs> oh, it, we, it was great. We've had nothing but success But now we had people say, hey, I've spilled my latte. I had a little accident in the back seat. I don't need to use your whole car fogger. Don't you have a little touch-up scenario? So these are our little uh, small cans that you keep in your car. And if you need quick odor elimination, we have these. And they've got special scents that come out and not only permanently get rid of the odor, but give you a little bit of fragrance at the same time. So we're excited for these two. And then Ultimate Fast Finish is probably the one that everybody at our office is most excited about. Think about waxing a car. Mark, you've waxed cars. (laughs) Just a few. (laughs) Just one or two, maybe, right? Yeah, (laughs) maybe. And we do it because we love it, but there are, you're using a liquid, you're using a paste, and and most people tend to use a little bit too much product. Right? Everybody does, yeah. (laughs) Everybody, okay. So, uh, when you use too much product, it's a little bit tougher to remove that. Even with the best microfibers, you're going to be flipping and wiping, and and it's a little bit more work than you probably want it to be in most cases. So what we did was take a pure polymer formulation, literally 100% active ingredients, put it into an aerosol can for dist- uh, application because it has to be in that format. And this is the simplest wipe on, wipe off. There's nothing like this out there. Not your traditional wax won't mm-hmm. turn anything white, but it is literally one wipe and it is removed and gives you a year protection and Absolutely amazing water beating. I mean, the polymers are tenacious in this product.
0: Nice. Well, I'm really excited about all these things, and I'm really, really happy and grateful that we're going to do a little giveaway for Cars Yes subscribers, and I'll remind the listeners out there that if you want your name in the hat for these giveaways, uh, just go to com and click on the free book button. I'll send you my free filler-up book, and your name will be in there. And over the next few weeks, you're going to be giving away these uh, kits, thanks to Meguiar's and Mike. And uh, uh lucky, lucky folks out there to get to play with, especially the new products. I'm very excited to get my hands on those. Here's a very introspective question for you, Mike. If you were a car, <laughs> what kind of car would Mike be and why?
1: Ooh, that's an interesting question there. Probably this is going to sound very odd, uh, but there's a story behind it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Probably like in you know an early Dodge Dart with a good slant two twenty five six cylinder. Ooh. Now, not very you know ostentatious, not very fast, and not very glamorous, but very reliable. <laughs>
0: mm. Okay, that, that explains you very well. I think.
1: And and yes, just very reliable. You know what you're going to get. And what's interesting about that, the backstory to that is we had, you know, I had the the Honda that got fixed up. The Volkswagen had all these cars that were modified, if you will, growing up. Right. And of course, they broke when I was living at home. And guess who I would call to come help? My dad. (laughs) Dad. And guess what? Guess what car he would always drive in? Even though I didn't really like it, it wasn't the most you know best looking vehicle. But he always ground that into my head. Okay, you're making fun of the old Dodge Dart, but guess what's coming to rescue
0: you? uh Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's funny how parents (laughs) always know best. What's the deal with that? Yes,
1: they do. So in in an odd kind of way, that that's the first thing that came to that. My mind was that story right there. You know,
0: I'm there to help no matter what. I like that. That's definitely you, Mike. I know all the years I've known you. (laughs) Well, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal let's say thank you to today's cars yeah sponsors driving never meant more as the all new driving adventure awaits you with a not-for-profit drive toward a cure combines two spirited drives for a weekend of cars and camaraderie in paso robles california all to support finding a cure for parkinson's disease in a showcase of ribbon roads in california of chrome and elegance coming up this april 28th Enjoy some of the nicest cars, people, drives, wine tasting, and luxury receptions while driving towards a cure for Parkinson's. To register or donate, click on drivetowardacure.com or check out Cars Yacht guest Deb Pollock's show notes page where there's links to Drive Toward a Cure. Donate today or better yet, go for the drive. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders or 12 or 16 securities through money concepts capital corp member finra sipic are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe i can help this is mark green here at cars yeah and i'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way five days a week Thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com, or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. All right, Mike, we are back and are entering the last lap and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners a very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive or car care advice you've ever received?
1: Um, that would be plan to spend twice as much and take twice as long to build any car you're gonna do a project.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Only twice? Oh my gosh. You've got enough light. Oh my goodness, that's a great one. Now how about a personal habit? Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years?
1: Yeah, I think we talked about it earlier, is it's okay to make mistakes, Mm -hmm. learn from those mistakes, and continue moving forward, but don't be afraid to fail.
0: Dare to fail, absolutely. Now, How about a resource? I know there's lots of great resources out there. I have a feeling I know what the answer to this one's going to be. It's a good one. (laughs) Would you share your favorite resource with our listeners?
1: Um, I am uh, all over the board, um, but obviously for me personally, it's still going to be mcguires.com.
0: Absolutely. And and I'll let our listeners know if you've not been there. uh, You probably have, but if you haven't. There is all sorts of information on how to care for your cars there, videos, tutorials. I mean, you can call Meguiar's and ask anybody. You can call Mike and ask him, hey, I need some help. How do I I fix this? And It's just such a wonderful resource. And I think sometimes people forget they look at a company like Meguiar's. It's so big that, oh, well, they're so big they're not going to listen to me. But uh, nothing could be further from the truth.
1: Yeah, and on the back of every one of our bottles is our 800 number, and there's tech guys and detailers and true car guys that pick up that phone, and they'll spend as much time as they need. So, you know, call us in person, Meguiar's USA. You know, we're all over social, so we'd love to connect with you.
0: Yeah, it's a great, great resource. Now, here's a new question since we last spoke. If you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive field, living or deceased, who would it be? Ooh.
1: Probably like Carol Shelby, I think. That's the name that just keeps popping on my mind. Yes, I'm probably known more of a Chevy guy, but I will have to say I would love to... I met him a few times, but I never had a chance to sit down and have a drink and share some of those stories yeah. and just his racing career and everything he's done. But I would say that would percolate right to the top. That's the first word I thought of.
0: You know, I just started asking that question in 2017, and that's the fourth time now, just in three weeks, that his name has come <laughs> up. So I think a lot of people want to spend some time with old, old Shelby, that's for sure. Yep. Well, listeners, I'll remind you, you can find links to all these great resources at the Car website, Mike's web page on the Cars yeah website, carsyeah.com slash Mike Pennington, number two. But if you want to go back and listen to the first time we spoke, you can go back and see how his answers compared. Uh Some of them are similar, some of them are new, and of course we've got all these new products that have evolved over the years since you were last on the show. I'll let our listeners know that uh, the first time I t- talked to Mike, on this show was way, way back in, uh, July of 2015. He was my 283rd guest. Today he's my 697th guest. So I've talked to a few people since we last chatted here on Cars. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of folks have been here on Cars. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm surprised at that number, but, uh, uh, very, very fun. And, uh, of course, I appreciate you coming back and uh, being a guest today, sharing some of the new products that McGuire's has to offer. So, uh, All right, Mike, we're up to the checkered flag. I'm going to see if your question or your answer, I should say, has changed since the last time you've been on the show. I'm not sure if you remember how you answered this. I'll let you know after you answer it. (laughs) This is what I call the checkered flag question, and it can be a real doozy. If you could have only one very, very cool collector car in your garage, but money's no object, I'm still buying cars for everybody that's been on the show. What would that vehicle be, and more importantly, why?
1: Man, I, I, I don't recall what I said last time, I and mean, you're going to share, which is going to be awesome, but yeah. I'm I'm thinking right now just a classic 32 Highboy um, would be a car that I, I want in my stable at some point just because of what it represents and how it has done so much for the hobby of hot riding. So I'd have to say a 32 Roadster Highboy.
0: Ah, nice. Well... I'll tell you a little story here about a a boy named Mike. (laughs) Back when we talked last time, your answer to that question was a 66 Shelby AC Cobra, 427 silver with black stripes, or bare aluminum with an offset stripe. It's not like you were particular or anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That is, oh, now see, now you're challenging me. I would take... (laughs) I'll probably oh I need I need a bigger
0: garage. That's but well, we point. all need a bigger garage. Bigger absolutely. garage, yeah. but, Bigger uh, garage. But you know, I'm I'm kind of happy that your answer was a little different. Does that mean you've evolved a little bit? And I think it's important. You know, <laughs> people that are stuck on the same cars their whole life, uh, it can get a little boring. So uh, I, I, you've evolved. You've kind of uh, okay matured. Although you've slipped back some years from a '66 to a '32. <laughs> but you, uh, you know, there's so many options with a roadster, high boy. I mean, so many ways you could go with that car. Custom. I mean the Shelby A C is pretty darn nice, but you know, it is what it is. And uh I think it's pretty cool here. So uh, your taste has evolved over here just like a fine like just like a fine wine. So I think you're Oh doing thank great. you, thank you. <laughs> you're a nice vintage. I think you're doing great. <laughs> well, Mike, you have taken us on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories, and I know you got to get off to the roadster show here. I'm sure you're just like going, okay, let's get this over there, so I've got cars to go see. But uh I want to thank you for uh sharing your time with us and I want to ask you to give us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the coast highway in that 32 Roadster High, boy.
1: I think that theme that we've talked about this this whole great interview is uh, don't be afraid to fail, bottom line. Bottom in line. In personal, in life, in, in your professional career, it's okay. It's how you react to those failures that really builds your character that people are going to really remember, and it's going to be hugely impactful.
0: Absolutely. You know, one thing you always hear about people that are At the end of their life, one of the things they say is, I wish I would have. Don't be a wish I would have. Be someone who says, I'm glad I tried it. I'm glad I did it. Listen to Mike's wisdom. And what's the best way, again, for our listeners to learn more about you and McGuire's these days? You
1: can connect several different ways. You know, com is going to be that main portal. You can flip over any one of our bottles and, and call our solutions hub. You can hop on Facebook at McGuire's USA. our YouTube videos. I mean, just don't, don't be afraid to reach out to us and, and let us help you take care of your vehicle because there is an easy way to do it.
0: Absolutely. And you can find all your answers at com. And I'll remind our listeners again we're doing this giveaway, so there's going to be three kits. Multiple items we're going to give away here over the next few days, so go to CarsYout.com, click on the free book button, I'll send you my free filler-up book. Your name will be in the hat, and you could be a winner. Mike, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with me and the CarsYout listeners, and for being a returning guest here on CarsYout. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road.
1: Absolutely, take care, and it's always a pleasure uh, talking with you, Mark, and we'll see you at the next show.
0: Absolutely.